This is the Why Didn't I Know podcast, episode five, Why We Need Pleasure. Have you subscribed to the idea that life has to be a struggle, that spirituality is about suffering, suffering is noble, it brings you to a better state of being, and that there's no gain without pain? I know that I came from that background in my Catholic religion, and then when I went into the corporate world, that same idea that you really had to bust your ass to make things happen, that there wasn't another way of being. That was pretty much all there is. And there was the idea if something is too easy or if it feels good, well, then there's something wrong. We have the notion in our world today about things that are pleasurable are guilty. Companies advertise something that is pleasurable, chocolate, and say, well, this is for your guilty pleasure. So we associate something that's pleasurable with guilt, or when it comes to sexuality, it being forbidden. And we associate hard work, drudgery, struggling, even suffering as either something noble and spiritual or something that is the the expected way to make things happen in the workaday world. So that's our cultural conditioning around the importance of suffering and the suspicion around pleasure or even pleasure being something that is evil or wrong. Now let's look at this in an unbiased way from a scientific perspective. Science tells us very clearly that without pleasure, we actually can't even function. Now that sounds very odd because we don't go around thinking like that, but let me give you just a real practical example. And this was a pharmaceutical company that put out a new medication for people that wanted to lose weight. And when they were testing the medication before they brought it to market, what they found is that it had really adverse side effects. Now, the way this medication worked for you to lose weight is it actually suppressed the pleasure center of the brain. So the person wouldn't experience pleasure in their life at all, and definitely not pleasure from food. As a result of this, the people did lose weight because they didn't receive any pleasure from eating, but they also became suicidal. Many of the people in the trials became suicidal. So what that shows us is that we cannot live without pleasure. If they didn't get suicidal, they got severely depressed, and they weren't that way prior to having this drug suppress the pleasure centers of their brain. So pleasure is a hardwired natural thing for us to require to be able to live a functioning life and function mentally or to have our mental health function in a way that just keeps us alive, basically. Now let's talk about sexual pleasure because sexual pleasure is actually integral to spiritual joy. And this is not something that I read in a religious text. This is actually something that I am quoting from a paper written by scientists from a hospital in Italy, in Switzerland, a university in Switzerland, Israel, and Russia 
what they talked about in this article, which is actually about preventing cancer, is that the key way to do that, according to these international researchers, is having the expression of sexual pleasure in your life that brings about spiritual joy. What they talk about is how that affects our whole immune system, how this impacts the light within our cells, the biophotons within our cells in a very positive way, in a very healing way. I touched on that a little bit in the last episode of this podcast, how important this light within our DNA is to our health and well-being. And what these researchers, they, they also bring up the connection with the pineal gland, which we'll talk about in future episodes. But really, the important point here is that sexual pleasure was linked to not having cancer, to being having your immune system be in a state of health, and also not even have growth of tumors. On the other hand, they looked at what actually is more likely to cause the onset of tumors and actually promote cancer growth. And no surprise here, that was stress, but also they talk about sexual repression, sexual repression actually triggering this condition where tumors have the ability to grow and then cancer can actually flourish. And I understand that these concepts about sexual repression and the onset of disease are not talked about in Western science. But if you look back 50 years ago or so, there was a quite a well-known researcher who pioneered this whole area of this life force energy within us and linking it to sexual energy. The man's name was William Reich. He was a German researcher, and he was very well respected in his day. For a period of time, he studied with Freud, but he understood at one point in his career, he understood that sexual energy and life force energy is a key to giving us an, a sense of feeling empowered mentally in terms of our mental state, our mental health, feeling empowered and resilient and hopeful. And the repression, the suppression of sexual energy has the opposite mental effect. It can bring on everything from physical pain to depression to stress. He also researched the fact that the expression and the feeling of sexual energy within your body can bring about states of physical health and states that boost the immune system. And then suppressing this energy within you can actually cause disease and cancer. He really was pioneering this, wrote a number of books on it. Actually, when he was in Germany, he also wrote a book about how when our culture suppresses this energy of sexuality in an entire culture as a society, when this energy is suppressed, what happens is dictators come to power and there is a compliance and a lack of empowerment amongst the people when a culture decides to suppress sexuality. In fact, 
in his book, in William Reich's book, The Mass Psychology of Fascism, he talked about the fact that if a fascist dictator comes to power, the key way that they will subtly, using mind control really, suppress the individuality, suppress the autonomy of the individual is through sexual repression in the culture. And when they've effectively done that, they have made a compliant population. That book came out during the time of Hitler. And not surprisingly enough, that book was burned by the Nazi regime. And William Reich fled Germany at that time to be able to find somewhere where he could continue his work without persecution. And he ended up coming to the United States. And the focus of his work here was on the healing effects of sexual energy. He called it orgone energy. He was very enthusiastic to share this with as many other researchers as possible. At the time, there were other researchers in the world that were replicating the results that he got in terms of health and healing with people. But unfortunately, in the United States, the Federal Drug Administration didn't take kindly to him speaking about helping people with cancer, curing people with cancer through this life force energy. So this man showing that there's something innate within ourselves, there's something innate within human beings, this life force energy that can have this really positive effect on our health and healing, that was not received very favorably by the Federal Drug Administration in the United States. And his books ended up becoming banned that he wrote about this subject. Eventually, they were publicly burned to make quite a statement. And ultimately, he was thrown in jail for basically just doing his scientifically valid work. William Reich did his work 50 years ago, but there is a lot that's showing up today, including the paper that I spoke about earlier from an international group of scientists in 2001 that was really validating ideas that William Reich had uh, years ago. So that's where I'll end it today. But I do invite you to consider that this world was designed for us to enjoy we were designed so that pleasure could actually bring us to our greatest experience of life. And that is that shows what a loving creator who really doesn't want us to be here and suffer and then enjoy the fruits once we pass on to another life. It was for us to actually enjoy life here. So on that note, I invite you to go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss another episode. And I look forward to seeing you next time. <laughs>